0: Hey there. Welcome to the very first episode of the Grace Field Leader Podcast. I'm Tanya, your host. In today's episode, I wanted to take an opportunity to introduce myself, my story, what inspired me to do this show, and what you can expect in future episodes. I also want to discuss three steps that I believe are essential to finding purpose in your leadership and peace in your life. These are key principles that keep me grounded in my leadership, my marriage, my parenting, literally every aspect of my life. Stay tuned. I'm so excited to share more. Are you feeling exhausted, burned out, and unfulfilled in your leadership? Do you struggle with perfectionism and people-pleasing? Do you find yourself left with Energy to care for yourself and your family? Hey friend, welcome to the Grace Filled Leader Podcast. I'm Tanya, wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For years I tried to find success and worthiness the world's way, only to feel overwhelmed, anxious, and unfulfilled. It wasn't until I surrendered my life and leadership that I truly found freedom. I discovered that we can be effective, purpose-driven leaders while living a life of peace and abundance. In this podcast, we're going to walk through practical solutions for doing life and leadership God's way. If you want to find fulfillment and lead with purpose, if you want to escape the chaos and find peace, if you want to find the freedom to live the life you were called to, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers, sister friends. It's time to dig in. Before I get too far into this episode, I wanted to start with a little disclaimer. First of all, I would have never imagined in a million years that I would be doing a podcast. Being the introvert that I am... It certainly is not something I went looking for. I do believe I am stepping out in faith, being obedient to a calling God laid on my heart. It actually feels really vulnerable. Have you ever had one of those dreams that you feel are so real, and it is one in which you get to school, work, or some public place, and you realize you are completely naked? (laughs) That's a little bit like how it feels right now to put my first podcast episode out into the world. So I thank you in advance for the grace you are about to show me. If you're looking for a perfectly polished delivery, you're probably not gonna find that here. If you're looking for new age, fluffy stuff, you won't find that either. You will find someone willing to be authentic sincere, and vulnerable, as I share parts of my story and my journey through life and leadership. You will hear me talk about my faith, and I will not be ashamed about sharing God's truth and the impact it has had on my leadership. You will hear practical tips that have helped me find success in leadership. You will also hear about mistakes I have made, perhaps mistakes you can avoid, or find reassurance if you've made them yourself. Doing this show is a big step outside my comfort zone and feels like a risk. I still work in a full-time leadership role. To be honest, that is a fact that nearly kept me from doing the show. I have had fears like, what will people think? What if I face criticism? Etc. But the truth is, any time we step out in faith to do kingdom work, we know the enemy will do everything in his power to turn us from that calling. I'm sure I will encounter criticism, but I will put my trust in God to direct my path. I feel he has called me to serve women in a new way that brings glory to him. This is a means of serving in a new way. Now on to a little bit about me and my story. I've been in corporate healthcare for 25 years, the last 15 of which have been in leadership roles. If you are a working mom and wife like me, you can probably agree that we have also been leaders as long as we have been mothers. We are typically the managers of our homes. We have been entrusted with roles that hold great honor and great responsibility. Looking back, I don't think I fit the mold of what you might expect out of someone destined for leadership. I'm a twin born to two very young parents. We grew up extremely poor. I'm not joking when I tell you that our first home was a shack covered in green tar paper with no running water. We never had enough money to have all of the things other kids had. We were lucky to have food on the table. We grew up with a strong sense of family, serving others, and had high expectations for achievement and with with the expectation that we should do the right thing and behave in a way that would lead to being perceived well by others. As far back as I can remember, I had a lot of insecurities and anxiety, especially in social situations. I never quite felt like I was good enough. That led to a tendency to seek approval through achievement. I did well academically and was the top of my class throughout high school and college. Yet I tended to focus on all the ways in which I wasn't good enough in comparison to others. I wasn't thin enough. I wasn't athletic enough. I wasn't pretty enough. Despite my inner insecurities, I did well in achieving success from an outward perspective. I got my master's degree. I started a full-time career in healthcare. got married, had two amazing kids, became a leader, and have been working hard to wear all the hats and do all the things to achieve success the world's way. Through the years, I've grown in my belief that we are put here to do purpose work that brings glory to God. That is true whether we work in a Christian work environment or a secular work environment. Being in a service industry, I have had the opportunity to witness to others through service. That was true and very rewarding when building relationship with patients, and seeing the impact i had on the recovery and it has also been true in my leadership sometimes through trial and error but also through intention and intuition i have learned and grown so much in my 15 years of leadership i have felt god working through relationship built with team members and peers i have felt the challenges but seen the reward that comes from being willing to have honest, but grace-filled conversations with team members in an effort to best serve our patients and our team members. I've rarely questioned whether or not I am meant to be doing what I am doing. In recent years, however, I have felt a new tug on my heart to serve in a different way. To be honest, that tug came from a place of struggle. I was really struggling to find the endurance to continue in my current leadership role. I'd been praying desperately for God to show me His will and the way to feeling more fulfilled, less anxious, and for renewed purpose in my leadership. Leading my teams through a pandemic, having to ask or tell them to do work that looked much different than they have ever done seeing the great resignation from the workforce especially in healthcare and feeling the burnout that has come from all that this pandemic has imposed has really taken its toll leadership has felt like a much more lonely place to be as leaders we often take on the struggles of our team members And perhaps you disagree, but people are struggling. Feeling and seeing the burden that leaders are carrying is what prompted this podcast. Leadership is challenging on its best day. Leading through and since the pandemic has made the challenge all the greater. For much of my career, I've been giving most of my time and energy to my work thinking that is what I needed to do to build trust and show my team that I was invested in them and in the work that we do. I have always believed strongly that we have to show our people that we are willing and capable of doing the work we ask of them and that we are committed to supporting who they are in their roles outside of work. That often means giving more of ourselves and stretching the boundaries of our own personal needs. We often give so much of ourselves to our work and our teams, we are left with nothing to give our families and certainly nothing left for ourselves. There's a dangerous point at which we shift our priority to seeking the approval of others to determine our worth. We lose our focus on serving to bring glory to God and instead look for external validation from others. That is a slippery slope toward unfulfillment, overwhelm, and disappointment. I've allowed myself to slide down that slope too many times. And I've had a couple of wake up calls that caused me to stop and really look at where I was focusing my energies and what I needed to do to find peace and joy again. One wake up call came nearly 10 years ago when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. The other came in the aftermath of this pandemic. I desperately needed to find freedom from my fear, anxiety, overwhelm, and approval seeking. I also see this need in other women leaders. If this is speaking to you, sister, I see you. I see your exhaustion. I feel your loss of hope and purpose. I want you to know that you aren't alone and there is a better way. You do not have to stay trapped in feelings of overwhelm, burnout, anxiety, hopelessness, or cynicism. There is a source of hope, peace, and purpose just waiting to be invited into our lives. That source is God and a life lived in Him. I found such freedom in seeking and trusting God to work through me rather than carrying burdens that are too big for me to bear. He helped me to see the three guiding principles that were and continue to be the first steps on my path toward finding that freedom. They are essential for me to have consistent peace in my life and purpose in my leadership. And I believe they are essential for you to find the relief you are searching for. These three steps are guiding principles. Spell out an acronym I call SIS. S-I-S. The first step is to surrender. Turn your focus and your trust to God. Surrender your burdens to Him. His strength is made stronger in our weakness. We don't have to carry this fear, this overwhelm, this anxiety the heaviness of our team's emotions, and the depth of their struggle. We can lay it all at the feet of Jesus. He is capable of immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. The second principle or step is identity. Look at where you draw your worth. Are you attaching your identity to the approval of others? Does your value lie in how you think the world sees you, or have you truly claimed your identity as a holy loved daughter of the king, created in God's image, saved by grace, and put here to do kingdom work that brings glory to him? And finally, seek. Look to Jesus for your example of leadership. The world's view of leadership is different than God's view. I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave a legacy representative of the world's view. I want to leave a legacy that says I had Jesus as my example for living and leading. God's word is our instruction manual for living and leading. It is the truth, the one and only source of truth. When we look to Jesus as our example, people should be able to see in us fruits of the Spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control because we have received grace we are able to show grace to those we lead so once again the three steps to freedom step one surrender your life and leadership to god And put your trust in Him. Step 2. Identity. Stop seeking the approval of others and stay grounded in your identity as a dearly loved daughter of the King, fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. And step 3. Seek Jesus. Seek His presence. Get to know His character and His example of leadership. In future episodes, we will dive a little deeper into these three principles. We will also talk about practical and tactical tips that will help you be an effective leader while also finding more balance in your daily life. Sister, I want you to feel the peace and the freedom that comes from surrendering your life to Jesus. I want you to stand strong in your purpose and have the courage to lead God's way. We will have struggles And we will have critics, but we are never forsaken or forgotten. And we have very important work to do this side of heaven. In closing, I want to leave you with these powerful words from Romans 8.31. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Yes, and amen. Until next time, friends. Be grateful, and be grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free community the Grace-Filled Leader Facebook group. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. Now to Him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20 Until next time, God bless you, friend.